need a legitimate store. Mm-mm. You got me? Daily could be warehouse style in a warehouse business park somewhere. And hundreds of people will still pull up to that location every day to wheel and deal sneakers, clothes, accessories, whatever the mm-hmm. case is. So once those skate shops that figured that out early, maybe they lost their store already yeah. and just converted. That's where it was like, and my skate shop could have sold us those shoes back door and mm-hmm. people would have paid it. But they didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, th- it sucks, but it is what it is, man. The game is the game. Shout out Skrill. <clears throat> the game is the game. It's 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 just unfortunate because I've seen in like let's say I've gotten back into into guitar mm-hmm. market stuff, and <clears throat> you can see the losses of 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 what you deemed is worthy of a lot because I've never realized how much companies control those things, and it's it's for guitar stuff. Let's say like. The high end stuff takes like a year to manufacture. Mm-hmm. You know what people do? They'll sell off their customs because it takes my custom is going to come come in earlier than the one you want. I was like, "Fuck, you're really flipping time." <laughs> like, because some of these Yo, guitars, the will, some of these guitars will take like two years to make. When you make when 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 things become push come to shove, mm-hmm. yeah, people are going to start selling time. Same way you go on eBay and buy air quality air. That's why I learned nothing is free because if you scuba dive, you got to buy oxygen. <laughs> nothing in the world is free. Yeah, nothing, man. <laughs> nothing. Something, it costs money to wake up because mm-hmm. you paid rent. Oh my God. There's no way. There's no avoiding it. So, I mean, yeah. You At the end of the day, some people, they're like, oh, man. Like, especially during Christmas time. And mm-hmm. I, I, I say this every year. You get the itch. I'm the asshole that the parents have to buy shit from at resale. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, I'm not a doctor like you, or I didn't go to school, or I'm not working a job like you are. I resell shit, and I don't care if this is going to your 10-year-old or your fucking 30-year-old nephew that you're still spoiling. I don't care what you do with it. I just want a certain price. (laughs) That's it. You give me my price, you do whatever you want with it. You know, if I'm selling something like PlayStation 5s, I reserved a few of them because year after year, not year after year, these systems don't come out year after Mm -hmm. year, but system after system, I told myself, why are people fucking reselling Xbox 360s? Everyone has them. No, they don't. That very first day where it releases, Mm -hmm. not everybody has it. And little Timmy's crying about it. And the parents have the bread, so they're going to pay me the 800 when I paid five. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like people like to support hustling and making your own money. But then mm-hmm. when it's like, oh, you're making money off my child, it's they don't Ooh. condone it. It's like, <clears throat> dude, what I mean, does it matter? I mean, the school system's making money off your kid. Everybody's a middleman. You're not going to get anything for warehouse price like yeah. or, or manufacturer price. It's, just yeah. not it's like, yo, sorry, Timmy, your dad didn't wake up at 5 a.m. to go chase this fucking Xbox. <laughs> Like I did. That's why he has to pay more money on top to get it. Oh, my my dad works and he didn't want to do that. Well, then, yep, you got to, it's either time or money. One of the two. You know, you can't have both. Nah. Unless you're Jeff Bezos. 
That guy doesn't need <laughs> fucking bread. Uh, he makes time. He's chilling. He literally he's about to, he's about to make the, the fucking... There's going to be an hour 13 fucking with that guy. He He's a shining example of... Uh, he's so rich, we don't know what to do with it. Like, as a country, people are like, do we tax this? Like, what do you do with someone who is worth a trillion dollars? Like, or is it two trillion now? I can't keep up with it. Oh. I think Apple just hit two trill. Apple hit two trill, but so did Amazon. Uh, but I Apple mean, stock divided. Shout out to all my friends who've worked there forever and, and had another divide, Ooh. another split. I've they're had friends eating. who've been in there for like six splits, seven splits. Oh, they're eating. Yeah, that's why they stay there forever. They're, one one of those splits was seven to one. Yeah, this must have been like the early two thousands one. I think that twenty fourteen oh. one. I was looking it up. That, that, you know why they did that that year? That was the year before I started. It, uh, they made they had so much money. They re, they raised everybody's salaries to like m- make sure they're they're just basically above everybody else retail wise at that level. Yeah, and then they split the stock like that for that reason because they were getting such an influx of employees to come yeah. in. Which I'm, of course, I buy. bought some at the split. Fuck it. Got to get in at some point. <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm, I, I invest so boring. I hate all my friends invest so great. Or or they lead me to. Like, I have my brother who's super into Bitcoin. I have another yeah. friend who's, who um, made a bunch of money on NVIDIA Ooh. on graphics cards earlier. And I'm just like, man, I just got a boring-ass portfolio. I'm trying to work at 50. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. trying. I'm like, I can't. I don't have the flip mindset for everything. Like you for just, me, it's I exhausting. Mean, what I've noticed is you gotta go at, at your own pace, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know the stuff. I like. I don't want to be flipping shit forever. Yeah, you get me. Like, r- like right now, yeah, I have the store. I have the yesterday store, and we're planning on doing a few other things. But it's like you always just want to. Wake up and make money. Mm-hmm. No matter no matter if it's your off day, no matter if it's your girl's birthday, no matter if it's your mom's birthday. Like, yo, I'm at that dinner table. We're we're, we're here eating birthday dinner, but Supreme's dropping this, and I need to buy it. Or mm-hmm. fucking Cause is releasing this shit, and I need to buy it. So you're always kind of working, but you're just looking to make the next dollar. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather like I want to take my money and put it into shit that's not sneaker and and clothing related. Mm-hmm. You get me? So there's other options with that too. I started buying cars. So fuck it, I'm gonna buy these fucking BMWs that I see everyone now wants. Now I'm trying to buy like property and shit like that. Once I start getting into that more, like I'm not gonna be fucking chasing shoes and mm-hmm. shit like that. I'm gonna be chasing listings and things of that nature. So I'm trying to make that shift. Just because I feel like it's it's like easier, mm-hmm. you know. I, I don't, and I want to separate the shop shit from like my shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like I'm going home now. I got boxes of shoes and fuck fucking clothes and shit like that. Like I don't when I go to when I go to homeboy's crib of mine and I and I see their room and I'm like, this is not this is never how my room would be. Like just bed, dresser. TV, closet. Like, nah. My room is fucking bed, boxes, shoes, (laughs) clothes, wrapping, this, that. Fucking, you're stumbling on flippable shit. Like, everything in there Mm -hmm. is something I could flip or some shit. And then one day I woke up, I was like, I want all this shit out. You know, I'm trying to move to the next level. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to get to where I want to get to. But I can't leave it alone. It's too easy. Flipping shit, I feel like, is just something you should always do on the side. 
You know, I've I've maintained that now. It it it's, it is the game that is constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I don't know how you do it to be honest, man, because like there's just so much information, so many things, so many release dates, websites, proxies. What sucks like- is like <laughs> when a shoe that you haven't seen in years pops up, DS, and it's like you gotta know how to legit check that shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like someone walks into the store with a 2011 band one outlet release only. That person doesn't want to hear you say, oh, man, well, this shoe's nine years old. We have to, we just don't get these every day. Like, we can't help you. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you got to legit check that shoe because hey, if it's legit, you're going to want to buy it. You know, so I feel like it's something that, yeah, you have to adapt to, but. You're always gonna. You're always practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, every day that you're flipping shit, you'll you're gonna see the shit that you flipped yesterday or two years ago, and you might go, "Fuck, <laughs> damn, that's going for that now." Shit, I sold mine for a thousand. I thought I was on top of the world. Now mm-hmm. you see someone's a year later sells it for six. You're like, damn. And Shout then out I, to those union ones, <laughs> right? Jesus, man. You know, but if but if I had a closet of twenty of those, that shoe would still be seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Like that's just it's just how the game feels, you know. Like the shit that you buy is always wrong, and then the shit that you sell is always wrong too. Mm-hmm. But if you don't sell those things, you can't ever progress, you know. Before, because I know you said you had to leave soon, so I'll ask like one last thing. Um, is do you is because you you did mention there's no emotion towards it anymore, and you're and you've kind of like blocked off like friends and family for any of that stuff. Does that also uh, flip over for like? Have you have you ever felt like you wronged somebody on a price? Have you ever felt like, man, maybe I shouldn't have sold it for X Y Z? Does that also work on the inverse, or is it just yeah. part of the game? No, yeah, I mean that's again the yeah. game is the game. There, uh, OVO ten, mm-hmm. the white ones. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, everybody wanted that shoe. We were selling for like thirteen hundred or something. There are daily customers out there. Well, was that the rarer one or the black one? I forgot the story the, on that. The, no, for the t- these are the tens. The twelves were the ones where like the white ones just never came out. They oh. were like LA only or mm. whatever. But these these are the tens, so they came out both normally or whatever. Mm. I don't even remember. But Quick the strike. first one, the white ones, we sold those shits for like eleven to thirteen hundred. For sure, there are people out there that go, man, fuck that store daily. They sold me this three hundred dollar shoe. For thirteen hundred, mm-hmm. but it's like, yo, when you wanted that shoe, it was thirteen hundred. Months later, when people realize, like, okay, this just wasn't it. We're just hyped. We just mm-hmm. wanted this shoe because of Drake mm-hmm. and because of whatever album he dropped and how they marketed it. And you weren't able to get the shoe and all that stuff. Then they kept pushing the restocks, the restocks, the restocks. The price of the shoe gets killed. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's like, yeah, I feel, especially if it's like a good customer of mine. Like, bro, there was, there's, there's a customer of ours for years, and I would go to this guy's house and bring him every new shoe that came out. He wanted it. He would buy it. So I would tell Skrill, yo, I'm going to dude's house again. Damn, he wants this shoe? Yeah, 1300 Then it's like two months later, yo, you saw the price of those tens, bro? They're like $400. And it's like, yeah, man, I don't know. That's wild. That's all. That's like really mm-hmm. all you can say. They don't. Do they? Do you feel like they're placing blame on you somehow? Like if you knew. Some of them don't understand, but then others are like, okay, I bought a consigned shoe, mm-hmm. so I know that this wasn't their product. 
but everyone shops around. So at the end of the day, they also know that before they told me they wanted the shoe, they always double check to make sure that we're not like mm-hmm. price gouging them or something like that. And then it's like, yo, why are these so expensive? It's like, yo, they're consignment, bro. That's the only pair we have. All right, give them to me. Like, they know. Mm. So at the end of the day, I mean, for us, for daily, we always, we just sell shit at market at this point. Mm -hmm. Which ironically is a steal because other stores like daily do not sell shit at market. They just don't. And I could, I could hop in my car tomorrow morning and visit all these stores in Miami and and then when I pick up an item they mm-hmm. can't some of them could say oh it's consignment but there's some of these stores that they don't do consignment so it's like that's your price like you're just killing people but it might be the territory they're at mm-hmm. the rent tourist tourism is gonna always they're always just gonna pay mm-hmm. you know or it could just be that's the business model for that business where it's like they love or they like to buy low and sell high. Mm-hmm. For for us, ever since we started dating, like we kind of do the opposite of that, and it sucks because you're always like, ah, could be making so much more money, but it's like it's not, the money's green, so it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know. And then we get more out of it when someone goes, "Yo, daily sold me these for X price," and then the person goes, mm-hmm. "What?" How? When? Where? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I bought them this day, and then now, now you might have a new customer, based off an of old price, and an old business deal that you mm-hmm. did months, years ago. So for us, we kind of always like to do market. Back in the day, we did under market. Then when once we realized, like, wait a second, why the fuck are we doing under market mm-hmm. when none of these stores are doing under market? You're talking about when you had the older shop, right? Yeah, even w- even with the new shop, mm-hmm. like. The new shop, we we sometimes like we'll see a shoe and we'll go, yo, this is posted too cheap. Like, what's going on here? And then it's like, ah, oh, but we paid this much. And then it's like, all right, run that then. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I pay a hundred bucks, the item's going for two hundred. A, I'm telling someone, why'd you pay a hundred bucks? And sometimes the employees will say, yo, dude came in and said he wanted a hundred bucks. It's like, yo, fuck it, just give him give him one thirty though. Mm-hmm. You know, that way when we post it for 200, we're not looking like we're killing people That's and shit true. like that. true. You're right. You know? Because at the end of the day, you could always go on Instagram and see what I posted your item for. That's true. Especially if it's worn and if it's a unique item. Mm-hmm. So you come into the shop with like an off-white or something like that. I could tell you face-to-face, my offer is $500. And if you were to tell me, damn, that's such a low ball, I tell you with the most confidence, hey, there's this store, there's this store, there's this one. Go see what they give you. I don't know what they're going to give you, mm-hmm. but just go and see. Like, if it was me, I would shop around. Mm-hmm. And whether or not they come back to the store or whatever, they might not come that day. They might come weeks later. Yo, I went to that store. They offered me this. Crazy. Crazy. They lowballed me. Yeah, where's the shoe? Oh, I sold it to them. That's so... Because they, they, at that point, they're already there. They're desperate. They they're don't already wanna, there. Yeah. They're not going to turn back around, come back to this store where they were just at. Mm-hmm. You get me? So it's like, at the end of the day, all these stores, are, they're all buying stuff left and right. Everyone, Everyone's happy. The customers are happy. Obviously, they have their, their diehard customers. We have our diehard customers, but... 
I just feel like, yeah, a good stores with good prices, they're not really around like that. No, but that's why there's not many stores like y- your guy's store where there isn't a, like a smelly under tone of people saying, nah, they do this. Like yeah. Like a lot of Miami stores do. Yeah, yeah. Where there's not a le- much legit factor. I feel like the community stands for you guys because... I mean, I don't think you've offed anybody. And only because I'm not buying racks of shoes, I've never felt like I've been slighted for wanting whatever obscure thing I want. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Like how many of these shops have closed and opened and closed Mm -hmm. in the time that you guys have been growing? Like, it's for that reason, you know? Yeah, bro. And and honestly, like, the growth is another thing, too. Like, we've grown with other Miami stores. And then most of them aren't around anymore. And then the ones that are around, it's kind of like, what are you doing? Or like, for me, bro, personally, I don't give a fuck if you know or not or whoever's listening knows. Like, I wonder, like, (laughs) why the fuck do people go into these stores? Like, And they go in there knowing what's going to happen. I just don't get it. But at the end of the day, I don't care. Like, I'm I'm also that person that would look you in the eye and say, yo, go to Sneaker Buyers. They're right down the street. They might have it in your size. Or mm-hmm. go to Round 2 in South Beach. Or go to fucking Flight Club in Design District. I don't care. T- go somewhere where they might be able to help you. But I don't have <laughs> I don't have your size right now. And, it, and most of the times I don't have your size mm-hmm. because I had it at a good price. And I had four of them. And then they all sold in one day. Oh, you just posted this 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And someone pulled up five minutes after and said, give me them all. I'm not going to limit that person. Take them all. You're not footlocker. <laughs> Take them all. I don't care what you do with them. Mm-hmm. Do whatever. Go send them to fucking Michael Jackson. All I care. Take a photo, record it, rub it in my face. Cool. Dope. I don't care. I sold the shoe already. That's next. We move on. There's, yeah. there's, I, there's people out there that I've dealt with where it's like it pains them to have given someone a good deal. It's like what? Like yeah, yeah that sold way. The one of the worst things I hate hearing is, oh, that sold way too quick. I should have put more money on it. Like yeah, but then if it didn't sell, you would fucking be in here every two every fucking two other hours. Oh my god, did my Adam sell? Did my Adam sell? Did my Adam sell? It's like, make up your mind, man. <laughs> you want to sell the <laughs> item, or do you want to worry about the extra twenty you could have squeezed out of it? So sometimes volume and less is more when it comes to volume, but people don't get that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, man, we're uh, every. There's not going to be another sneaker store that opens up and just shuts all the other ones down. Mm-hmm. No way. Like, there's people have their likes, people have their preferred stores, and it doesn't matter what they do to them, what you tell them, what they've done in the past to other people. This is my store. I come here and here only. And I hear it from customers at our store. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, that's dope. There's people out there that it's like, if we don't have the shoe, they don't go elsewhere. Or at least that's what they say. But I know some of them, it's like, yo, you're actually like not going anywhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you've been waiting for this shoe for like three weeks now. I know you could have gotten it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's dope that the, like every store has their own loyal customer base. And then 
I know that there's customers out there that are super loyal to daily that mm-hmm. still might be super loyal to fucking Flight Club Miami or Round 2 mm-hmm. or fucking Sneaker Buyers or whoever other store is open now because there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So you have the options, you know? It's not as wild as when, like, you guys first opened yours when it was pretty much like Flight Club was the comparison to everything. And now yeah. there's enough where... You can bargain and yeah. and you can like just like you said, look for the price of whatever you want. And that's not even including like StockX and um every other online secondary market, Grail. Even eBay has gotten a lot better with, with that yeah. as well than how they push it. So there's plenty of places for product, but there's not plenty of places for people. That's okay. the thing that bothers me the most about about like for example, like even my guitars, I've never I hate buying them in stores because you get the sales guy. Yeah, you don't get you know? like the guy that actually <clears throat> plays fucking instruments or that actually loves guitars yeah. and shit like that and, which and you can't touch expensive shit in a lot of places people aren't comfortable with it yeah Not because exactly. of like finances but like you know like at your store you can easily walk up and just hold an off-white yeah. so-and-so yeah. and a lot of people aren't used to that concept so when it, it it's something about like i guess their store is like a upper echelon or whatever mm-hmm. however it's said where it's like RSVP gallery in Chicago. Yeah. Whenever we went to Chicago, we would go to that store. You can't take pictures in there, though. Why the fuck not? Like, is this like a active crime scene or something? Why can't I is take just, a picture? Isn't it a boutique, right? Yeah, it's just they fucking sell clothes and shoes there. That nine times out of ten are sold out or $1,500,000 anyway. So, you're more than likely, you know what you're going in there for. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have it, you're just browsing and then getting the fuck out of there. So it's like, but aesthetically, the store is dope as fuck. Mm -hmm. Owned by, obviously, Don C. So it's kind of like one of those, oh, I'm in Chicago. I have to go to RSVP. You go over there and then you can't even, like, share it with your friends and family back home. I've never understood that. So for me, it goes hand in hand with, like, not being able to touch the shoe. Like, Mm -hmm. yo, the shoe's wrapped. Touch that shit. You know, and, and some of the shoes in the store aren't even wrapped. It's not an issue. It's, it's just something that we used to overthink mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, you want to be like Flight Club. Everything has to be wrapped. Everything yeah. has to be brand new. Everything like when we opened up, I couldn't tell you another store that in Miami that was buying and selling you shoes that I would actually speak about on this podcast because there's one and they're just trash. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I went into that store to sell shit. They offered me a stupid price. And then after that, I was like, yeah, you don't even need to look at the other 40 pairs. I'm leaving. <laughs> then at that point, it was like me and Scroll are there like, yeah, we need to open our own store. Yeah. Like, this is the only one available and they're doing this to people. This is trash. So I feel like uh, you don't even need to be good. In business, because I know there's just stores out there that have been open for years that it's like, why do you go there? Mm-hmm. And and they go there because they need that product. And if that store has it and this person and that person and this other store doesn't have it. That's that's how much their respect is worth to them or whatever, where it's like, oh, yeah, this mm. store t- treats me like shit yeah. or rips me off. I'm still going there and buy this because I really want that product. Saying nah, mm-hmm. I think people eventually hit a, a smart line. There's only 
two it's stories scary, man. It's scary because, uh, I mean, opening a, a sneaker store now, it, it it's not that hard. If you have if you have a hundred k, you're in there with accounts or like similar to. No, like, I'm just saying like resale. Oh, resale. Yeah, like opening a daily is not hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean when when we first opened it and it was like it was running and you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen next year the year after that Mm -hmm. that's when it kind of like settled in i was like okay well this is just rinse and repeat and then just treat people the way you'd want to be treated if you go into a store and then i i think that that's like my issue sometimes too because i don't really go into stores to just sit there and chit chat with the people that work there Mm -hmm. to develop a relationship because of what they could offer me so <clears throat> when I when I deal with that at the shop, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I don't get this, but mm-hmm. I understand that it, you're not alone. You know, there's other mm-hmm. people that do this too. So I'll sit there, I'll chit chat with you for an hour about nothing, about shoes, about whatever's on your mind, really. Because mm-hmm. if you're in my store and you want to talk, I'm going to talk to you. And then I know I can't do that at other stores. Mm-hmm. No matter if there's no one in that store, if I'm the only person that's gone in all day, that store is just too cool. The p- people working there are too cool, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. Where it's just like, yeah, nah. That happens in all industries. I was when I was traveling, my whole goal was to hit like the mo- all the coffee shops ever, mm-hmm. and it was so disappointing because they, they all kind of look the same, and they all they all think they're independent. And dude, like, when your coffee sucks, your coffee sucks. Yeah. And Especially to someone that, like, drinks coffee yeah. and knows. But everybody, like, some places carry themselves with, like, the, you know, like, the high high nose shit. And it's just, like, you, you, you lose so much more clientele doing that rather than wowing somebody. Yeah, And exactly. then having them locked forever. As opposed to, like, what they do is they put this barrier of, like, what shit. I, what I think it is is uh, a lot of these stores... Or, or just any store in general, like a boutique store, a mom and pop store, a store that doesn't really have regulations, let's say, mm-hmm. like something that's not a Target and shit. They just want to cater to people that would probably never walk into their store, like a famous person or a celebrity or wh- whoever the fuck. And it's like, what? Why do you care about servicing someone that might walk into your store once or twice a week mm-hmm. instead of servicing the people that walk into your store every day. So I feel like that's one thing that we did great at, where it was like we wanted to take care of the people that you don't have to be cool. You don't have to have 50,000 followers on Instagram for me to talk to you or something like that. It's just like, yo, you you came into my store, (laughs) something that I just opened up. I'm not someone famous. Mm -hmm. I don't have a way to just massly advertise my store to mm-hmm. some, to millions of people you found out about it and you came all this way especially when it was the store in Hialeah that we had it's like yo you came way out of your way even if you live right down the street I still say you came out that of your way that store was n- not near anybody <laughs> okay I want to I want to put that out loud and it's never, it, it, we we love you guys too much but it was not near anybody yeah. it was like oh my I can't believe I have to go to Hialeah and people still went yeah Every day, every day. Like, yo, I would see the same people two, three times a week. I'm like, wow. They're coming because shit's moving, though. Either Mm -hmm. they're moving their product on consignment or they're buying something that they're selling. Because that's another thing, too. Like, so many resellers 
come to the store and just buy 20, 30 pairs of shoes. Or they might order it online because mm-hmm. they have their own sneaker store in fucking New Hampshire or wherever the fuck. And it's dope as fuck to see because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's how we started out. I've never bought inventory for our store off of another Instagram's website. Mm-hmm. But I would love to be able to do that. Like, I see these resellers coming into the shop and they pick out 20, 30 things. I'm like, what are you doing with this? You're paying my price and you're still making something off of it? Wow, fire. I need to post more shit. Mm-hmm. That way you come back, buy another 40 pairs. It's volume. It's volume. So, like, once we noticed that, it was like, all right, yeah, we, this is exactly what we want to be doing. You know, pay low, sell low. Mm-hmm. Not pay low, sell high, not give you 100. Then when you checking Instagram, when you get home, you're like, fuck, they put the shoe up for 300. Like, I don't want to be GameStop. Mm-hmm. I don't want daily to be known as, like, a GameStop or some shit like that. So, like, today I had a customer. I offered him 550 store credit for a shoe that goes for $600. Mm-hmm. He wanted 575 I just straight up tell him, like, dude, you got to understand I'm offering you $50 less than what the shoe goes for. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. other store is going to do that. I told him just like that. No other store is going to do that. I could be wrong. But $50? I know for a fact these stores are not doing that. Mm-hmm. Because, they've never, because they've, never, they've never done it for any other shoe. So why would they do it for this one? What makes this so special? So I'm just like... Dude takes the shoe, comes back. Oh, they offer me less, blah, blah, blah. Ends up selling the shoe anyways to us. It's like, yes, I know that. I know that. Because <laughs> their recipe is buy low, sell high. Mm-hmm. So there's no way. It's just I'm not going to be I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be the person that's just there like, take it anywhere you want. I guarantee you they're not going to pay you more. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you to actually go. I don't want to instill fear in you and then you don't ever go for yourself. Mm -hmm. I want you to actually go and doubt what I'm saying. And then when you see it for yourself, maybe then you never go again. Or maybe the next time you go, okay, this guy's offering me something fair. Mm -hmm. And that's it. But it always leads to like, it's just pure honesty on my end. Like, yo, if I could give you 575, Mm -hmm. which is my favorite thing to tell someone, yo, if I could give you $25 more, I would. This is a $550 product that i'm trying to buy from you mm-hmm. obviously i'm gonna make more than 25 bucks but i'm, I'm really only making like 60 because i'm gonna put the shoe up for 615 mm-hmm. oh but then why, why are you offering to buy the shoe if you're only gonna put it up for that much put it up for more it's like we that's not what we do here man if you want us to put it up for more we can do that but then we gotta offer you less and then they don't understand that mm-hmm. and then it's like dude i'm just explaining to you like how it would work if this was a different store. So I could do that, but that's not what this business is built on. You know, we're built on, um, give me the $50, mm-hmm. get it the fuck out of here. And then I'll try to do that a hundred times in one day if I could. Rather than try to get 10 of those sales to yeah. make up that same margin. Exactly. For us, it's just volume, man. It doesn't matter like who cares if the profit's 10 bucks or if it's a thousand. Mm-hmm. The whole point is to just, for it to consistently be selling. And that way, when stuff is consistently coming in, you can still put out new shit, take in new shit. Because we have these weeks, like right now, where we can't 
just take, 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 yeah. take, because we're full. <clears throat> but sure enough, we we do like two, three weeks of just no buying, only selling. Store, well, so that's why that goes on. Store okay. trade-ins and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just, um, sometimes we do it to regulate space. Mm-hmm. And then other times we're doing it just because we want to like just empty out a bunch of inventory before we add more. Because that's never out. ending, bro. The mm-hmm. inventory, like. Sometimes you look back there and you're like, fuck, we don't have much. But during the whole 2020 debacle, whatever this Mm -hmm. shit you want to call it, we haven't like we haven't had space for inventory because imagine everyone needs money. So Mm -hmm. so many people are selling, 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 but so many people are buying too, and buying to resell so much. So many people realize like, oh, damn, I lost my job. Okay, I could resell shoes. Mm -hmm. So now you start seeing these new resellers and it's like, oh, lit. Like, you're going to be reselling for years, man. If, unless you give up, which is like no one should be giving up on something after a, only doing it for a year. Mm-hmm. You're for sure. If you're making money, you're for sure going to do this the rest of your life because mm-hmm. it doesn't cost you anything. You click a few buttons, you buy the shoe, you bring it into my store. You either have me sell it for you, make your full profit, or you say, fuck the full profit. I could sell it to you and make an easy hundred. Okay. Then that person tries to figure out how to get 10. Mm. You get me? Mm-hmm. Give me that easy thousand whenever I go into this the person's store. So that's that's like what I love about the shop also. Where it's like you offer buy you offer to buy low and sell low and you're selling stuff every day. Now people are gonna be like, Oh, I need to bring shit every day because they're gonna sell it. Mm-hmm. Where they buy it from me or I consign it with them, they're gonna sell it. And then before you know it, boom, homeboy is now self-employed, homegirl's now self-employed, flipping shit, everyone's happy, daily's happy, because now you have another, basically like a runner out there. Someone that's just getting shoes for their own profit, mm-hmm. but then they're bringing it to you anyways. So everybody eats. That's, the, that's, that's what I love <clears throat> about like offering consignment, Yeah, where it's like, you make money off shit that's not yours. But you could also delegate what you allow someone to consign. So, like, if you only want fire shit, cool. We just take whatever. Anything that's, like, as long as you're not trying to kill on the price. Mm-hmm. Which, lately, it's, like, a lot of that's going on. Where, like, oh, I want the high. It's like, yeah, okay. Who paying that? And then two <laughs> months later, they're like, can you price drop it? See if it sells. Like, all right, man. I mean, you, you've worked miracles for me at points, so I, I just trust the process. Shout out to whoever bought my turtles of Yeezys, by the way. <laughs> Those things are so fucking trash. Yo, I mean... <laughs> I paid dude, for a trip. The, the guys that work there, like, every week we're selling some sh- shit that we've had for years that we've enjoyed every day, mm-hmm. in and out, in and out. And you could still sell it and get something back. Whether I, it's four, five, three hundred bucks. Uh, that, to me, is the most marvelous part of the, of the game. It's just like, really? Someone will buy that pair somewhere. Who and I, Now I've realized that before I used to be like, oh, I'm not buying designer. Mm-hmm. Designer, you can't ever get your money back for it. You can, though. There's just specific designer that you have to buy. You mm-hmm. buy Chrome Hearts, bro, you might, be, you might wear it and still make money. Like, that's how hype that shit is right now, where you buy a $500 hoodie, wear it three, four, five, seven, ten times, who cares? You throw it up on Grailed for 600 and some fucking guy that lives in 
Kentucky where there is mm-hmm. no Chrome Heart store, but yeah. he needs that hoodie, he's gonna pay the six hundred dollars. <laughs> I've sold every Chrome Hearts hat, either beat or new. The hat now more. went up in price. I know. I've been selling them. Like <laughs> shout out to StockX. <laughs> because um, of StockX. Fucking cockx. You, you know how you much I love escape. that hat, but after I saw that resale, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just never wear that hat again. Oh well. As until until them. one day the hat's not popular mm-hmm. and they bring the price back down. If they do that. I don't know how Chrome Hearts works. I think I got a, a Tito on here one day. Oh, my God. Ooh. He's still on my list. But definitely I've heard his complaints about that business. And, you know. Nah, there's good and bad <clears throat> with everything. Well, not that I'm in, in it more. But, like, you know, like, when a, when a designer brand hits critical mass, mm-hmm. the kind of people that come out to buy it. Yeah. So he's having, he was telling me just, like, the clientele. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's coming now. their way. Yeah. That's coming their way. Campouts. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Yeah. Tito could tell you they did an off white uh, Chrome Hearts hoodie. Mm-hmm. Like super thin, regular, just stamp on the front, stamp on the mm-hmm. back. They had the, the, the chrome, uh, I, the, like, the little accents cool. on the hoodie. The, uh, the little things were like metal. Mm-hmm. And that hoodie at one point was like two grand resale. But in the beginning, of course, it was mm-hmm. cheap. It's like yeah. a thousand bucks or something. Retail was like four hundred. Ask Tito about that day. There was some of some of the guys from Daily mm-hmm. even camped out for that hoodie. Is that the orange one? Yeah, the okay. orange, the bright orange one. Yeah, they will do things like that, whether it's today or tomorrow. Like the hats, mm-hmm. they have to. I'm pretty sure at this point, I'm just guessing, but they're not just gonna sell the hat to anybody. Yeah. Because then you could just take resell it. You, I can go in there buy twenty hats and then just resell. Everyone's gonna do it. So I'm pretty sure you can't just walk into Chrome and, oh yeah, give me all these hats. You know, if you know Tito, mm-hmm. even then Tito's probably gonna be like George. Why do you want these hats? You can't wear them, and you don't like this type of shit. So why do you want these hats? Like he's gonna know. Mm-hmm. So at that point, he flips it himself. Mm-hmm. You get me? So. But that shit's coming their way, man. Any anything that's affordable in Chrome Hearts, people always settle. So I was just texting my sports cards mentor. That's mm. what I call him. But um, he knows about everything, man. Pokemon, all this shit. He posted a base set to Charizard from like ninety nine or whatever year it is, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, coach, you're buying base set twos? You fr- those are frowned upon from what you taught me. Mm-hmm. You don't buy base set two Pokemon cards." Then he, he literally told me, like, all a lot of the things we spoke about, like, this was, like, two months ago. Mm-hmm. Throw that shit out the window. Because shit changes. Mm-hmm. So then I see someone else post a base set to Charizard. I'm like, okay. At the end of the day, people are always going to settle. So when you can't buy the base Charizard that's fucking 10 grand or whatever, PSA 10, mm-hmm. graded, you'll settle and get that Charizard that has a number two on it because it's two grand. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen with Chrome Hearts. Oh, these sweatpants with no pockets are uh, 150 bucks. Okay, since that's all I can buy, give me that. And then the next 
32 hours of that person's story is every angle of those fucking sweatpants, the bag. They take a picture in front of the Jeep there, the, the horseshoe in the front. Like, mm-hmm. That shit's coming Tito's way for sure. They're all the hype beasts and all that. They're already getting hit with that shit. Yeah. And they got nothing else to do <clears throat> but flip shit. Mm-hmm. So I see them, if, if they're going to go down that route, which I think that's why they haven't done something like that. Yeah. Where like they did that one off white hoodie and then they haven't really. They've done other brands, but they didn't. I guess they don't want the brands that they know mm-hmm. are going to just bring that type of clientele yeah i think the supreme louis v collab showed that entire industry what could happen because those are obviously two different customers and now they're they are doing that supreme rolex so that's gonna be interesting that's gonna be expensive yeah it will be bought yeah yeah, 100 but it's like the it's like um you know, every year Supreme does like a fucking mega accessory, the mm-hmm. dirt bike, the pinball machine. All those things are like the dirt bike wasn't that expensive. The pinball machine was 10 grand and it still sold out in like 20 seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> at, at this point, like everyone has money for everything because a motherfucker is never going to tell you what they did or whose dick they suck to get the money to buy that item. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows someone with money. So it's like for the Louis Vuitton Supreme, I was like, yeah, I don't need to go out there early. Nobody, none of these niggas down here have money for it. Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing nah. those lines. Bro, there was 10 years old, 10 year old dudes in that line, 13 year old dudes. Benjamin <clears throat> Kicks was out there. He was mm-hmm. probably like 16 at the young. time. Like, and he wasn't the only child out there. There was, there's kids younger than him out there buying shit. To resell and it's like what? That's when I realized like okay yeah no 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 no. I thought I really did think there was not gonna be hundreds of people just waiting to spend five six seven eight thousand dollars. That's what everyone's tab was coming out to. Mm-hmm. The people in the front of the line, they bought all those four thousand dollar bags and the, the three thousand dollar this and that. It's like you definitely spent like fifteen twenty, and then they brought people. To buy the same shit that they bought again. And I know the money that I made from the very little Mm -hmm. that I bought. So I could only imagine if you spent 30 grand that week and you probably turned it to 100 for sure. Wow. Like, dude, those items, that jacket, the 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 denim denim jacket, jacket was like five, six grand off rip. Retail. Retail was 1300, but the resale was already double, triple Mm -hmm. the very first day. Now, the cheapest you see that jacket is maybe like 10K. So imagine. There was a... Nobody wanted to buy the... the, the they did a bandana. $300. Mm-hmm. I was asking all of our boys, yo, if you don't want that bandana, I'll give you the $300 you buy for me. All of a sudden, everyone fucking wants the bandana. I, sold, I, bu- I bought like three of them. Two of our homeboys didn't want it and mm-hmm. weren't even there for themselves. They were there for like the store and shit like that. I was like, yo, get, up, get, up, get me a bandana. Ended up with three of them. Sold them for 900 bucks on eBay. Like as soon as you posted it, they were gone. Damn. <laughs> and it was like, yo, I tripled my bread off of a bandana. And those shit that I passed on, pillows and... Blankets and shit, all that shit. Those were the things that sold for the most. Mm -hmm. Like, if it was something that someone could put somewhere for Mm -hmm. their guests to see, forget about it. It just went for a crazy price. 
I remember that day was the day I realized I had no money. <laughs> because if I was going to make the effort to be in line there, yeah, you needed at least 10K to be serious. Yeah, like you could, with five grand, you could have bought a few things. Mm-hmm. Like you had to be selective with five grand. That's how that's how much my, my tab was, like mm-hmm. 4,700 or something like that. It was supposed to be more, but they fucked up and didn't charge me. Remember, I, I think mm-hmm. I told you they didn't charge me for the jacket. So it's like my, and I bought only a few things. I bought like, I bought two leather small goods that were like 300 bucks each. I bought the actual wallet that was like seven. I bought the belt. I got the bandana, the jacket. And that was about it. Maybe mm-hmm. like six things. But it's an average of $1,000 mm-hmm. an item. All that shit sold. And I was like, fuck, I should have bought way more. <laughs> Should have just bought whatever, because they limited you. <clears throat> and I was just like, nah, I just want this, these six things. I don't give a fuck about anything else. I was like, yeah, L. No one knew at the time, though. Like, yeah, nah. There, there were some people that, like, I mean, I guess if you had, like, a bankroll, like, if, if I had 100K at the time, then yeah, I'd throw 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to, your day's not going to end. But, nah, man, the 6K already had me, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this Supreme, this serious? And then when the stuff was, f- bro, within 24 hours, mm-hmm. it wasn't just me. Everybody at the store sold all their I shit. I saw. Like, within 24 to 48 hours, it's like, yo, we fucked up because it was two weekends mm-hmm. and we only went the second weekend. The first weekend, they released the box logo tees and shit like that. And it was like, yo, fuck eBay. Those, when you left the store, it was like fucking the Walking Dead out there. Just people with 3K. Oh, I want the jacket. I want the jacket. Like, insane. I've never seen some shit like that. For sure, Design District has never seen a release like that. Like, they hated it for sure. Of course. It was all type of fucking critters and shit like that. Just posted outside of the fucking LV stores waiting. Then you had, like, kids like us that were mm-hmm. just in line for three days you didn't. You were not allowed to leave the line. You, we, you could imagine, we did not smell like a garden of roses. We're going into the LV store. We're like dudes are trying shit on. That's that's really like how I ended up fucking mm-hmm. getting the jacket. Where it was like, I don't want to try it on because I've smelled like shit. I've been s- sitting outside the store for three days. I'm not gonna try the jacket on, and then if it doesn't fit me, I'm gonna try on another one. Nah, just I don't want it. Ended up getting it anyway. So it's mm-hmm. like, all right, dope. But horrible, man. For sure. Design District hated that whole release. It's probably why they haven't done something like that. Because mm-hmm. could you imagine if like Supreme and Gucci did something? Or, yeah, or, 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 or like, like in New York City or in LA. Just, just or feels Supreme like a and mess. Chanel or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, all that shit would hit. Like this Rolex collab. I have to look it up. But that's already hitting... A different stratosphere of person. I have I've already seen uh I have a few friends that they love watches mm-hmm. and like they have the two watches that make the one supreme one that's coming out and they're like, Oh, the two dads of this watch. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, how bother is it that you just have them both like just sitting there? But that's the thing. They've been collecting watches, so you don't know how long they've been inching up yeah, in the until game. they finally those could be the only two watches that they have. Mm-hmm. But it's still it's dope to see that type of um, media and fucking coverage, because at the end of the day, it's supreme. Yeah. So I I've, I still hate that I haven't played that fucking Fender. 
The strat. Uh, <laughs> like, I forgot who I talked to at your store. They're like, yeah, the guitar is DS. And I almost like threw like a mental hissy fit. I'm like, you're going to tell me about a <laughs> DS guitar that does not exist. There's no way on earth a guitar is DS. It just, I know you're in Well, because they have to like play it before they, yeah, they sell it. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, bruh, <laughs> like, it's a guitar. No one's going to buy a guitar on But it's Supreme. I was like, I understood. Yeah. But I'm like, I would love that guitar to own and play it. I would I, love I to have. I think it was an electric threat. one too. Yeah, it's yeah. it's all white. Like it's 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 already like something that Fender doesn't produce. Like an all white neck is just doesn't exist. Yeah. So I I wanted it to like I would want that. And that's the one thing that's caught my eye that I'm just like I've seen I've seen the prices just go up and up because there's Fender collectors too. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. boomer dudes who are buying like Jimi Hendrix and what's guitars crazy and shit. is that. They don't even know what Supreme is. They no. don't care. They're Fender. They're people. like, yo, wait, that's really made with Fender? Mm-hmm. Run that. I oh. need it. I've seen it in guitar communities more than I have in, 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 in flip people flipping it. When it first came out, I think it was like four grand or something. Mm-hmm. Three grand. And I always tell myself like, wow, that's a crazy price. That's the cheapest. You'll probably get it. If you don't get it right then and then, mm-hmm. you're done. You're probably going to have to pay five, six Whatever fucking... Once you get to, like, those boutique level of goods, the prices rarely go down. Yeah, nah. It's... Like, any of the guitars I have on my wall, I'll never lose money. In fact, I'll make money because yeah. there's, there's so few of them made throughout the year. Someone wants one. These are, like, individually serial numbered, not stamped, yeah. so... And it's... I mean, it's not like a shoe, man. Like, no. you don't just wake up one day and go, yeah, that guitar that I've been playing for years that I probably learned how to do so much shit in, uh, I'm, I'm gonna sell that. Like, nah, you have way more of an attachment to that yeah. than you do to something on your foot that you're fucking bumping into shit left mm-hmm. and right. Like, That's why it irked it's me different. so much. And I, and I feel like there's some backlash on that for that community because, I, I mean, they touch so many, so many industries. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like you're rubbing crowds that shouldn't. There's, there's obviously a Rolex fan base. Yeah, exactly. And now you're dealing that fan base with Supreme fuckboys. So, I mean, they're known to be. Yeah, like, the, I mean, the, the majority of people that that are going to be buying Supreme just because it's Supreme, mm-hmm. most of them don't even know how to play a fucking guitar. They or just skate. want it as like a glorified <laughs> display piece. Where it was like, uh, I'm ha- like, I'm having a tough time investing into art. Because mm-hmm. like, you got to pretend to like that shit. <laughs> you get me like, yo, oh, I just bought this fucking $5,000 cause piece. And I don't know what the fuck it is. He could, that could, that honestly could just be the devil mixed with this and mm-hmm. that. Or it could be fucking child pornography cause edition. And you won't know until years from now that, oh my God, have you ever really looked at the cause paintings? They kind of look like. Some pedophilia is going on around here. You, it could be God knows True. what that that guy's drawing. But because you bought it and you believe that it's an investment mm-hmm. that's going to go up, you're telling yourself you like it. I'm sorry. I will never like a 5000 a 2000 a $1,000, a $50 painting. It just doesn't speak to me that way. You got it. Once you under. All right. Let me let me tell you this uh, for that hustle because I felt that way too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metallica's drummer is a big art flipper, and he yeah. actually makes a lot more money that doing that. Yeah, now. of course. And he and he got interviewed, and he he was his mentor toward him. Art is two things only. You can trick somebody to tell them to make them feel like they're too stupid to understand it, 
Or you can trick them the other way and be like, this is a marvelous piece. Exactly. Either way, you're paying a premium price. Yeah. So. And and it, and, it, and it just deals with belief. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, like I need I need someone that's not putting that much thought into it to be my customer. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have art pieces and I have art related things and I have cause pieces and shit like that. But I don't pretend to like that shit. <laughs> I don't hang that shit up. You know, but I, I was I started buying like uh, toys and uh, different vinyls and, mm-hmm. and screen prints and shit to frame. And I would tell myself like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, when I get my crib, I'm going to put these all over the place. And it's like, I know people that have cribs and and that the, they, put, they put shit on display. And it's like, I just look at it like, okay, you have a thousand dollars sitting here. You got four over here. There's seven over on that side. But then when I really look at it, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, a bare brick. It's just a plastic fuck. I've never understood the deal on those. It's just a plastic thing. Mm-hmm. That because for whatever reason, it's cool. <laughs> like after a while, I just, I don't know. I, w- I would I would love the Daft Punk ones. Uh, yeah, what the, is it? The the four hundred size, four hundred. Yeah, or the one hundred. They're kind of look. They're kind of like Funko. Yeah, except much bigger. Mm-hmm. You get me? So it's like for Funkos, people are gonna collect and buy the ones that of of the of the things or people that they fuck with. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Bear Brick. I oh. have a, 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 a Keith Haring one. So, like, you know, Keith Haring designed it or they made the mm-hmm. design after him. They collaborated with him. It's a Metacom collaboration or whatever. Cool. Then they do a Coca-Cola theme one or a Bape themed one. Mm-hmm. Or there's a Michael Jackson one that they just did where, like, he's black and he has the hair from the Thriller video mm-hmm. and the jacket. And it's like, oh, dope. That's a, that's a specific Michael Jackson. That's mm-hmm. not the one hanging the baby over the balcony. <laughs> you get me? But if they want to... They could come out with a bear brick and him in that same pajama fit and it will will release. You get me? So it's kind of like, that's my thing with art where it's like, "Ah, do I really like this shit or do I just like the fact that I'm going to make money off of it one day? Everyone just told me that's how rich people launder money. I mean, yeah. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I hope I don't. I, I hope I don't ever get to the point where I gotta launder money. Well, but if you're if you're laundering art money, from what I understand, that yeah. means you have bank accounts and places that they won't bother you for that. Oh, so you're chilling. Yeah, you got your money in yeah. other places that bro, will prohibit that. Yeah. I mean, I, I I love the money from art shit though, and I feel like art never reverses in price. So that's that's <clears> like my favorite thing about no, it. No, I've been uh, I've, I've I've that's so funny you mentioned that shit because I've, I've been learning about that industry, but it's really if you're talking about hype industries, that is the one because a lot of people will be like, "Yo, that abstract art piece is that just looks like my kid made it." Yeah, and I mean, also in that realm, like that mm-hmm. art realm, these motherfuckers have money, like. They could afford to buy something and then have buyer's remorse and give it away and then go and buy something else. But for me, it's more like I don't have that luxury. Dude, do you know about museum flipping? No. Okay. So <laughs> when, uh, let's say you have a, a, a original painting, original piece, mm-hmm. the museum wants it, but they're not going to pay you. So you donate it. For a donation check? You know where we're going with this. 
<laughs> tax write off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the rich stay rich. Oh my god. That's and then they'll get like a name of like the wing or something in a museum. Yeah. Or whatever. So just clout and then money, of course. Yeah. It's it's a, it's the it's better than selling it. That's how I, I feel. You know what? I feel like. You can start doing some investigation like that because the, the the documentary I've seen on the MoMA basically operates like how Daily would be, like there's people there who are waiting to have art be sold to them or given, and they have art brokers. Yeah. And so, um, not only are people wanting to submit work, they have to search for work and create exhibits, right? When they when they like the bigger museums, so a lot of the times they rotate pieces, <laughs> right? Because you're having exhibits. If you're having a Picasso exhibit at the MoMA. You don't have those pieces all year round. Exactly. You have to import, sell, whatever. So, Or they now, belong to a certain consigner. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking about that, I'm just like, oh, that's, not, that's probably like the toppest level of the hustle you're doing. Yeah. Where and, you're like, no, and then every day they're making money off people that are not buying your shit. Just looking at it. They're just coming <laughs> in. They can't even stand a, in a certain vicinity of the fucking item. It's still... So, but... Every business has its like, damn, it can't be that easy though. You get me? Like getting the person to trust you with their mm-hmm. item, then what if you fuck it up? You take one L like that, you're done. You're done. So everything has its pros and cons. But yeah, that's one industry that it's like, I mean, the art I'm talking about is like childish shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about like these art vinyl toys and. All this other bullshit that I'd be buying rugs, like mm-hmm. all this shit is art now. Carpets and frames, and now they're selling screen prints, which is not even the original painting. But because there's only three hundred of that screen print and retails four hundred, a motherfucker will pay fucking four grand for mm-hmm. it because they really want it. And then it's like, okay. So what I think, like with art, for me. I want to find the people that want art, but mm-hmm. don't have the time to get it, which is, I guess, a broker. A girl that I was dating, when I went to visit her family in New York, her cousin did that as mm-hmm. a job. So I, it, it's like, it wasn't like I've, I've industry I've searched, but for some reason I've gotten like bits and tidbits of it. Yeah. It's just now that I'm putting it together, talking to you, it just, it's the same thing you're doing on a global level with just higher level pieces yeah of and, like rarity. and it goes back to what i was saying earlier where mm-hmm. it was like in the beginning when we were running the shop i was like okay uh, this just feels like i'm selling something on ebay but in a store mm-hmm. like in the physical location but you remember when you're a kid and you're going into shoe gallery you're like oh my god owning that store must be the shit ah like it's not now, really now like I know that. too much. <laughs> yeah, like it's not really like that. It's not really like that. It's, no. it's, a, it's a you have to work, so it's like a place of business, mm-hmm. and then there's always something coming your way a fuck up, an issue, an, unha- an unhappy customer, a chargeback, a this. Someone's pissed because it's Corona season and they can't try on a four hundred dollar jacket that they want to buy and they kind of make sense because it's four hundred. But you're just there like twenty twenty. Sorry, bro. <laughs> so Ow. it's like you can't keep everyone happy, but it is dope as fuck to own a store like that. Yeah. It's just before we actually opened it and like it's been running for years now. Mm-hmm. It it always was something that was so much different to me, but. 
kind of like you're talking about the art stuff, it's the same shit. Same same concept is just dressed differently. All guys operate the same. It doesn't matter what you're into. It's the same like hierarchy of hobby. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got the starter level. You got the basics. You got your high tier. You got the, whoa, what the fuck is this? Exactly. And then, and then there's always like, someone's always going to be like, man, why'd you spend that on that? Then when you tell them, oh, I mean, I, I've bought this item a hundred times and I've never lost money on mm-hmm. it and I get to enjoy it. Then they're like, whoa, put me on. Like, what's up, Kimo Sabi? You don't work it's like that. yo. <laughs> it's not that easy. There's so much game to even now. Yeah, it's like, like yo, where do I start? Yeah. Like, it's better if you just have questions, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like, don't force feed those questions all at once. Just ask. If you ask one question a day to someone that you know is where you want to be, mm-hmm. 50 days later, you will have the answers. So you could start building. You said it passively here. Mentor. Yes. Develop a mentor. Talk to somebody who knows more than you and isn't family. Very important. And and I I say it that way just because like, I don't know. I fuck with him. Like he he, he's fucked with me since day one. Mm -hmm. I met him through a good customer of ours uh, from when we first started dating. Mm -hmm. This guy's been uh, doing business with us for years since like 2014. And, and uh, he had some sports cards that he was just done with. And I was like, oh, I'll buy them. He's like, oh, I only want to sell this one card. The rest of them are worthless. Mm-hmm. If you give me the 700 I want for this one card, you will make money on these other ones that I'm just going to throw in. Mm-hmm. So when I went to go meet him up, he was like, yo, hit this dude up. He's cool as fuck. He knows about cards and shit like that. But I would ask him so many fucking questions that I was just like, yo, you know what, man? It's just you're my mentor, man. When it comes to the the card shit, mm-hmm. and I and I say it that way just because I know he doesn't really like he doesn't see it that way. Yeah, but I'm just like, dude, you're answering questions for me, but I ask them in a specific manner. Mm-hmm. Like I don't bombard you with fucking questions. You respect their time. Yeah, just ask on, a few questions here and there, there and mm-hmm. then and then when you answer those questions, I actually execute. Mm-hmm. So the worst is like, yo, is this a good price? And then I send you what that item just so- sold for, excuse me, in the last four sales, you see 100, 120, 110, 115. You have one sitting there for $70 and you're asking me if it's a good price. Like At this point, I'm annoyed. Do the math on that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, is it? Is it oh, a good price? Even on that level, that's a whole other story. <laughs> like, if I look at the recent sales and just be like, okay, I'll just I'll just sell that somewhere in between there. <laughs> Fuck this. Like, yo, I mean, you see the last four sold for $105 average. Mm-hmm. If you have to ask me if 70 is a good price, you're scared to execute. Mm. The way you find out, because I don't know. I'm just going to go and say, well, I mean, last four... Last four sold for $105 average. I would say that's a good price. You have, a, what, from 70 to, you have $35 little profit margin there. Yeah. But with the sports cards, in my opinion, I don't care about what it's going for right now. Mm-hmm. So that 70 is a great price because eventually that card, you expect that card to be 200 if you're mm-hmm. buying it or 150 So then at that point, it's like, dude, you're, you, you're not trying to put any work. You're not trying to like 
learn for yourself or invest in long-term money and understand that things take time to flip the mentor that mm-hmm. i have for sports cards right he doesn't even know how many cards i've bought i've bought over a thousand cards for sure i've just stopped counting mm-hmm. every day i'm buying fucking cards do you think i sit there and ask that dude every fucking card i bought no you you rinse and you repeat that's mm-hmm. That's what business is. So if you're into it for a hobby, I got into the sports cards to invest. I'm not, I don't care about sports cards or collecting them or keeping them or anything like that. I want it. I'm in for the money. Mm-hmm. No, no emotions. No Straight emotions. Cash. No, none of that bullshit. Then I have like my favorite players, LeBron, fucking Patrick Mahomes that I'll keep. I'm mm-hmm. keeping Luka Doncic because he's a fucking animal. And I'm keeping Jason Tatum. Those four players where it's like, holy shit, I saw that this one card sold for a million dollars. Obviously, I know the cards I have will not be a million dollars. But if one day they're two times what I paid for it, what was that money going to do in my bank account? And that, Nowadays, you know, nothing. Nothing. Can't, mm-hmm. There ain't shit to do. No interest, Fucking no Corona nothing. season, yeah, can't go out anywhere like you used to. So, flip your shit. But there are some people that don't want to put in the work. So, I've told countless amount of people like, "Yo, dude, this is what you need to do." Like, you're asking just way too many questions. You're not even trying. Like, the questions that you're asking are fucking dumb mm-hmm. because you're asking me, "Is this a good price?" That's a dumb question to me. If it's a question that I would never ask my mentor, I think it's a dumb question. I could be wrong, you know, but, uh, yo, should I pay this for this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What would you pay? I wouldn't. Why not? Because it's a card I don't buy. Mm-hmm. Oh, but what would you pay for it? I don't like that card. <laughs> like, you get me? Like, yo, if you, if you tell me you don't like girls with red hair and then I'm here sitting sitting here on Instagram like, yo, should I ask this girl out? What would you do? And you're sitting there telling me, yeah, I don't like girls with red hair, so I probably, you know, I probably wouldn't ask her out. Oh, but but what would you do? It's like, I'm telling you what I would do. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I probably <laughs> wouldn't ask her out, man, because, and then they go, oh, but what if you were me? I'm not you. These are dumb questions at this point. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're not asking me, oh, what do you think about buying non-rookie cards? Mm-hmm. That's a fucking great question. Because then I could tell you, I have a few non-rookie cards. And this is why I bought these cards. And this is why I believe in these cards. And then now you could take that knowledge and apply it to non-rookie cards. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, should I pay this price? And then proceed to sending 30 cards. What would you pay for these 30 cards? It's like, nah, man. That's Learn on your own. <laughs> so now it's like, if you're going to, like, asking questions is great, but there is, you can't just ask senseless questions mm-hmm. or questions that are going to give the next person the narrative that, like, you don't want to put in any work. And then I've had to tell people straight up, like, dude, if I keep answering these questions for you, you're never going to stop asking me questions. And I need you to learn because if you're not learning, why are you doing it? Oh, because I want to make money. You won't if you're not trying to learn. 
you know i tried making money on the on the stock market without learning mm-hmm. nah nope <laughs> nah and and i made money yeah but i was just like okay I, I all right i made 700 bucks before i actually started to like look into videos and like read into the fucking market and what it mm-hmm. likes to do at certain times of the years and shit like that now it's like, okay, now when I lose money, I understand why I lost it. When I make money, I understand why I made it. When I go into a stock, I know why I'm going into it. Mm-hmm. Not just, should I buy this? What would you do? It's like, that's not that's not the way you learn. You have to put in the work at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's the same with cards, shoes, whatever the case is. Nobody in the world, maybe Skrill. Skrill's probably the person I've asked the most questions to. At one point, I saw him every day of my life mm-hmm. while we were trying to start up a business. So yeah. it makes sense. But even then, I'm not asking the nigga the fucking most dumbest questions. Like, I, I think, um, like, just at the beginning when we talked about this, I let this entire conversation. I have no problems asking the broader question. Mm-hmm. As I, I don't have any issue entering as a novice because I actually had no idea about the shit you yeah. were doing. I always have a problem with like, okay, without once you get that spark though, you gotta find your own niche and yeah. how to do that. Like it's okay to to ask from the start, but imagine like like in today's age of YouTube and, and, and podcasts, there's a resource. Yeah. For every niche of things you wanna get into. Um do that last thing. Um, do you feel that at any point in time that the the business of selling on margins like this if if a, if companies are ever going to try to stop it not just Nike in general mm-hmm. but i think now more than ever especially what stockx have done when i've seen in quarantine airpods on stockx nintendo ds lights on stockx cards on Funkos on Anything StockX. that sells will make its way to StockX. And mm-hmm. then that's when you know the crash is coming. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Soon as uh, they put Supreme decks on on uh, StockX, I, saw. I lost yeah. so much money. Yeah. Like, it was... But at the same time, I had all these decks mm-hmm. that I paid retail for that I was like, where the fuck am I going to sell these decks? But I just kept buying them and mm-hmm. buying them and buying them. Like, I couldn't get enough. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. At the end of the day, I can't sell these. I'll have a whole fucking deck wall in my crib mm-hmm. one day, and then that's it. But they put the decks on StockX, and then sure enough, decks that were going for three, four hundred bucks were mm-hmm. now two hundred, two fifty, because every little kid in the world could just dump their deck. Mm-hmm. But it's called StockX. So what happens when people sell? buyers come in mm-hmm. and those buyers might have a different mindset of i know that this deck is gonna be 500 bucks again oh. so i'm holding it and then it's like you gotta wait till the people that can't really hold on to the item mm-hmm. to sell it it's the same thing with shoes first week two three weeks a shoe is always cheap on fucking stock eggs and then after that it takes off and you'll never see that price again then that's when you hear the should have bought it when it was 250 man <laughs> now they're 380 it's like yeah shit hits quick mm-hmm. less ds pairs less all that stuff so as far as like these bigger companies getting into it uh i feel like they i feel like they don't believe in it enough 
to to want to like try to invest their own bread into mm-hmm. it but they could definitely bro remember at the beginning of this i said with 100k you're chilling when mm-hmm. it comes to opening a store imagine if fucking disney said I want to get into flipping shoes. Oh my god! They could fucking that. open a store every major city in four months from now and have every fucking shoe in that store beat everyone's prices. Damn! And then at that point, what happens? Who knows? Because then <laughs> Amazon could get into it, and then I just feel like they look at it like, nah. But Amazon eats off shoes. Yes, they do. But then they only let like four people sell on there. There's only like four authorized or three authorized Amazon sellers for sneakers on Amazon. And one of them is Stadium Goods. Hmm. So it's like another one is this dude from down here that mm-hmm. uh, that goes to Daily quite often. His name is Arnold. And shout out to him. He sells shit on Amazon. I don't know how he got approved on there, but he he doesn't have competition. It, on Amazon, it's just him, Stadium Goods, and some other person. I forgot, mm-hmm. but that's dope as fuck. Yo, you don't, ha- you know, Amazon doesn't have to go and invest. They're already eating off of sneakers and clothing and mm-hmm. shit like that. But they could for sure enhance it. Disney, True. Disney could have like a a Great Disney layout. Disney sneakers, and it's a consignment shop, and it could be the greatest thing in the world. That's scary. You know, and they could get accounts and they could do this and all that. So if you mm-hmm. saw American uh, Eagle, mm-hmm. I think it was, or American Apparel, I don't know. I really don't care. American Eagle with with UN, right? Yeah. yeah. They invested into um, Urban Necessities, mm-hmm. right? The store closed. But on Urban Necessities Instagram, it was the fucking greatest thing to open known to man. Mm-hmm. They're buying. Oh, we're buying everything. We're buying everything. Bring it. Bring it. We're buying. This guy's posting buying pounds and tons of sneakers. Mm-hmm. That mm. store is no longer open. But he could have probably made a million dollars off of that. Mm-hmm. So who the fuck cares? You move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, venture capitalists or whatever. But they still have urban necessities in Las Vegas. So yes. I don't know. I don't know the guy from urban necessities. I don't know the people from... Uh, American Eagle or American Apparel, mm-hmm. whoever invested in them, but it could have been that the money just wasn't there. You get me? Like you, you could promote all this bullshit on Instagram and like going here and buying up everyone's mm-hmm. shit, but what's the point of buying if you can't sell? That's a weird relationship. And too. then he wants to compete at that point with mm-hmm. who? If you're opening a store like that, you're competing directly with. Uh, Stadium Goods and Flight Club because mm-hmm. those two stores are on their own tier and then they have Urban Necessities that's like they want to compete with them mm-hmm. at least that's how they make it seem and I don't know I feel like American Apparel or American Eagle they have hella bread to be investing I think it was a million dollars that they gave him. Why not make it three? Why not make it five? It's because, you know, not not, not the best match. Yeah, maybe maybe something didn't work out there. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But I know I know for sure. You cannot look at me and tell me no. It was producing money. Why the fuck isn't it there anymore? Mm -hmm. So, I feel like the big companies. 
they have and they will continue to invest into smaller companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Foot Locker and Goat, I think it is. I'm not even sure. Champs and Goat. Some One shit. of those, yeah. Whatever. Foot Locker has bread and they invested into Goat or vice versa. And mm-hmm. Goat has had a bread. They invested into fucking. That's fire. You get me like StockX. When you send your cards to get graded mm-hmm. and they send them back to you, you get them in a nice StockX box. Mm-hmm. Although StockX has nothing to do with this company. Yeah. And you know what that box says? It oh. says, number one, open the box. Number two, retrieve your graded cards. Number three, sell them on StockX. <laughs> So it's like, yo, when I first saw that, I was like, damn, StockX is fucking lit. Like, I posted it on my IG. I was like, I'm never going to escape this company. (laughs) So now, fast forward two months later, Mentor Mm -hmm. posts a box on his um, Instagram yesterday. And it's a blueprint instead of a green StockX print. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, no. I go on the next story. He goes, well, that didn't take long. StockX is now sponsoring the boxes for another grading company. So Uh, even if you go with Coca-Cola or Pepsi, you're still going through StockX. At one point, you're still going to get reminded of StockX. I don't know how many people are getting those cards in the mail and not like, oh, what's StockX? And they go on there and they're like, like a one, two, three and sell. There's people that don't want to deal with you on the other end. Mm-hmm. And through StockX, you can't get scammed. They take you, the you, you could get your product return trying to sell it, though. Yeah, exactly. Multiple times, exactly. and that's but, infuriating. But a graded card, the only way you lose is if when you ship it, if it gets cracked on mm-hmm. the way over there. So just bubble wrap the fuck out of that mm-hmm. shit. You send it. They can't hit you with the... Oh, it has a glue stain here, so we can't proceed with this order. Oh, I'm missing a shoelace. We have to send it back when you know you sent it with all the laces. So they can't, there's certain things there where it's like you can't return that. Mm -hmm. It's a card and a graded fucking thing from the company. What are you going to tell me? Unless it's chipped or cracked or something like that, you you can't really tell me anything. So. StockX is not done, man. It's not done. They they keep adding relevant shit. That's all they're doing, just adding. And then the, it's the like PS Five memes immediately. Immediately, they are gonna have PlayStations and Xboxes on what to call it if they already have uh, Nintendos and shit. Yeah, hundred percent. So you're turning the world into a reseller. Like everyone's reselling. Everyone, everyone, everyone. But there's still money out there to be made, cause. You could take the the StockX price, like, oh, look, they're going to pay you out 500 mm-hmm. a month after, after you ship it to them. I'll that. give you 480 right now. I'll give you 450 right now. That person might say, fuck the month. Give me. Especially when that person is someone like you that has had something returned to them. Mm-hmm. Now, they never want to deal with StockX again. I've had m- multiple items, mm-hmm. multiple... St- kinds of items just not shoes 
and you're just like, I know I bought this and I put it in a box. I did not touch this shit because I know how they are. And it's pretty upsetting. And then they have the audacity to be like, <laughs> we're going to charge you also to ship it back to you. Exactly. Bro. No, the best is when curating. you buy something from them mm-hmm. and it's missing a shoelace. Because now when you go tell them, they think that you're fucking lying and that you're trying to keep the shoelace. So it's like, as a buyer with them... You just you just get fucked. Why wow, you're fucked both ways? America. Oh, there's That's people perfect. that have brought in fake shoes that they have ordered themselves mm-hmm. off StockX. This shoe's fake. No way! I bought this shoe on StockX. Like, bro, have you? You can Google. They're worth. They're working. Uh, what's that shit called? Their work environment mm-hmm. at StockX. You got. You got. You got to legit check, I don't know how many fucking shoes in an hour. It's like 55 pairs in an hour. And some dude on fucking Nike Talk Mm -hmm. relocated to New Jersey because he got a new job at StockX. He was so hyped. uh, $18, $19 an hour, Mm -hmm. some crazy shit that they pay. At the end of his shift, he said he got in his car and started crying. That he had made the biggest mistake of his life. That it was like a slave trade in there, like... He only had X amount of time to legit check the shoes and everyone there is working like oh, like frantic. Mm-hmm. It's no wonder fake shit gets through all the time. Because no one could legit check a Union 1. Mm-hmm. 55 divided by an hour? That's not even... a You get like a minute and then some odd seconds. seconds yeah. It's not possible, man. Sometimes... When, when someone brings a Union 1 into the shop, mm-hmm. the shit looks like fucking Grey's Anatomy. It's like six people surrounded by the shoe. We're all looking at our shit. We're, we're trying to go over A and B and C and D and trying to make sure everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't no way some random dude that just relocated themselves from wherever the fuck to New Jersey is sitting at a cubicle with a... And they have the fucking audacity to put a computer in your cubicle. You got 55 minutes. You got an hour to legit check 55 shoes. It ain't happening. Bro, you don't my even Apple have time. Watch got returned. How? How? An Apple Watch in the new box got returned for missing it. That's why I'm wearing it now. Because it was a Series 5. Yeah. And they returned I'm like, the new one's going to come out. Fuck it. I'm out of price. I'm out of, I have a new yeah, watch yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. But they returned it for that because it was missing accessories. I'm like, it was wrapped. It's brand new. I've never seen the insides of that. I and then they don't have a phone number either. So no, like, f- but dude, for all <laughs> you know, they kept the accessories. Cause you 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 never checked the box. It was it was it was wrapped. You get I me? Mean, so it's I guess like with all kind. Of, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get me? Like, uh, who doesn't want free Apple <laughs> headphones or whatever accessories that thing comes with? Yeah. And every worker either has a fucking iPod, a fucking iPhone. I was so upset. Or a Samsung. Because I, I I I legit I'm peaceful. I had no one to yell at. <laughs> I was like so fucking upset that you're gonna charge me for it, and like it's brand new in a package, like. How could it be missing anything? That like little ten percent fee and shit. Yeah, you basically lost money. Oh no, after they they, they waived the fee, the ten percent. I was just like, I was almost gonna get charged thirty six dollars for fucking nothing. Yep, bruh. I, I can't. I, you're right. I don't have the confidence to sell there anymore because I'm just like that. I sold Chrome Hearts hat when that shit was happening. It took for the two hats I sold to like <laughs> two months. Yep, 
to get the money in my pocket. I was talking to Kriegs about it, and he was like, I'm a level four seller, and I still don't got my shit. And I was like, bro. They don't care. They don't fuck. No. And imagine, like, they're shipping over there. It ain't it ain't like your house or fucking even a building with with six floors in mm-hmm. it. It's the entire fucking world shipping them shit. Oh yeah, receiving. Like they 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 have different receiving centers, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But nah, man, they probably <laughs> selling a shoe. They're selling maybe ten, twenty shoes a minute. Like, and I think I'm undercutting it. Cause when you click on like when the shoe first comes out and you mm-hmm. click on last sales, it tells you by the time. By the, by the and it's yeah. li- it's like every other minute. And then you know if you click on a different size, there's minutes filling in those gaps that mm-hmm. are missing. So, cause it's just one size you're looking at. So I f- I feel like they still got room to grow. They s- they could still open up, uh, which I think that's coming. Physical. So, yeah, like StockX and Gold, they'll open up physical locations. But then I I also think like. <sighs> The, the 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 legit checking that that's gonna bring to their plate is gonna be a whole different ball game. I think they, I don't know, they have the money to do whatever they fuck they want. No, they so. don't. <laughs> Not what happened with that CEO shit. Well, that was a bad look, man. That fucked them that's up. That's a. I thought that was around the time. But imagine being able to take that on the chin and still keep going. They, you know what? They have a very clean platform. And that's their advantage. Goat, goat is not as clean. Yeah, no, nah, nah. goat is a little clean. more technical. Yeah. There's, a, they're like the Robin Hood of, of, uh, of trading and shit. Like they're, yeah. they're, it's just easy. It's yeah. one, two, three, A, B, C, and you're done. Yeah. All right, man. I think we're good. I think we we have we, we stayed much longer than your time. Nah, yeah. And you told good. me you were gonna be here, so I was a little nervous. Um, just nah, I, just, I had <laughs> let them know, like, yo. I'm, Probably gonna be running late. Okay, <laughs> just give give some shout outs. Anything you want to plug in before we stop? And, and we're Gucci, man. I appreciate you coming by. Uh, thank you for having me, man. Uh, it was it was really random, but <laughs> I know we spoke about it months ago, mm-hmm. and then I saw that you weren't doing it anymore. But then I saw you you started doing them mm-hmm. again, and I was like, all right, lit. But yeah, man, I I appreciate you having me on here. Shout out to the whole daily team, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to anybody that has been going to the shop during the corona season and all, whatever we want to call this mm-hmm. time but um but yeah it's it's crazy that we have to go through something like this to like to realize like yo everything for me the way the, the way I've dealt with this whole situation is like what has to go wrong for shit to really like hit the fan that's going to be the title now <laughs> Because that, that, that's exactly what this year has been for a lot of people. It's either you... I mean, there's people that have started businesses, changed their lives mm-hmm. during this whole thing. And then there's other people that this shit has really fucked them up. So the fact that... um, I mean, I don't know what our customers do mm-hmm. during this time. I don't know what they've been doing, but... They're still going to the shop, same friendly faces that we see all the time. And it's dope to see, like, in the beginning, we were like, all right, yeah, we're going to be shut down for, like, months. And God knows what's going to happen. And then we went through it the first few months. Like, yo, we're on, like, month five already. Or, well, month six. It feels like forever at this point. It's crazy. Like, (laughs) I was like, yeah, this will be done by June, whatever. Yeah. This is crazy, man. But uh, but yeah, shout out to all my friends and family also that that support us in any way. I know it's not easy, especially because we're a fucking batch of trolls. But 
But yeah, man, if if there's anyone out there that I forgot, sorry. Love you. Love everybody. But um, this was really dope. And it was different, too. Awesome. That, <laughs> that we were able to just talk about nothing and something at the same time. All right, <laughs> man. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, that's again, I'll post links and everything once you guys get there. And if you want to be on the bomb pod yourself, ask me. I want to talk to everybody and anybody. Take care, guys.